Welcome everybody to your daily dose of video game news at Pixels and Pints for Thursday, April 27th, 2023. First up, Sony announces a PlayStation 5 Final Fantasy 16 bundle. PlayStation tweeted out late yesterday that a PlayStation 5 bundle including Final Fantasy 16 will launch on June 22nd with pre-orders starting on May 4th. You can pre-order this bundle through Sony's PlayStation Direct online store. PlayStation Japan also made a similar announcement along with two other special items. A set of black PlayStation 5 plate covers that appear to be for the disc version, which has the Final Fantasy 16 logo without title emblazoned in gold on the non-disc side. A black DualSense controller with gold line work on the front grips. There is also gold line work along with blue line work that resembles crystals in a circular formation on the touchpad. No word yet if the console plates and DualSense will hit the US PlayStation Direct Store. Now I do plan on picking up the covers and controller if and when it drops on the US website. I haven't tried ordering from the Japan website, but I may set up an account just in case it doesn't come stateside. However, you know, I'm still upset that we haven't had more significant PlayStation 5 limited edition consoles. You know, special covers are fine, but I would prefer a fully custom artwork design for the entire chassis. The logo itself is kind of small, and you know, if they did uh, an amazing design that covered up the entire plate, like I'd be more than okay with that, but you know, this is where we're at when it comes to uh, limited edition ways to uh, decorate your PlayStation. Next up, From Software officially debuts Armored Core 6 gameplay. From Software's Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon, the first new Armored Core game in nearly a decade is set to release on August 25th, 2023. This kind of lines up with the leak that we had, I think about a week and a half ago. This information was revealed by producer Yasunori Ogura and director Masaru Yamamura, who shared their vision for the upcoming game in a recent interview. Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon is shaping up to be a combination of the Souls and Armored Core game genres, which is sure to excite fans of both. Yamamura emphasized that the boss fights in the game will be particularly challenging, re requiring players to use their ingenuity and creativity to overcome them. This will involve reconfiguring the mech with different legs or weapons, for example, to deal with specific threats. The assembly system, which allows for a large variety of customization options for the Armored Cord mech, is a defining characteristic of the series. According to Yamamura, the customization elements is not just about the parameters going up and down in numerical values, but also about how changes in customization affect the way the game and action feel. Armored Core 6 takes place on the remote planet of Rubicon 3, which has been engulfed in flames due to an energy source turning volatile. Players take on the role of an independent mercenary who has been optimized solely for piling in a mech and now finds themselves in the middle of a planetary conflict. The game will feature a variety of mission types including boss fights, exterminating smaller threats, and large-scale battles. There will also be side objectives like data collection and wreckage scanning. The game's newest trailer shows off many of these dynamic mechanics and mission types in action and how different mech parts affect movement as well as some facets of world building. Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon is looking to strike a great balance of accessibility, excitement, and rewarding difficulty that From Software is known for. Longtime fans who have been patiently waiting for a new Armored Core game have only a few months to wait before they can drop onto the planet of Rubicon 3 and experience this for themselves, while new fans of the series can look forward to another high-quality From Software title. A video interview with producer Yasunori Ogura also dropped that shed a bit more light into the gameplay and story. Here's what he has to say in the video. Armored Core 6 is a brand new story set in the future on a 
fictional planet in a distant star system called Rubicon 3. The planet was devastated in a great disaster caused by a mysterious new substance called Coral. The player is a lone independent mercenary and AC pilot thrust into the Rubicon War for Coral, where extraterrestrial corporate forces are at conflict with the indigenous forces who are resisting their invasion. While Armored Core games have a reputation for being complex, the developers have taken careful steps with onboarding and level design in the early stages of the game to make it approachable for newcomers. They also have prepared a training simulator where players can learn the basics of action and assembly using sample ACs. In terms of combat design, the individuality of melee weapons is one of the key points. This time around, the game focuses on creating more unique melee weapons in addition to the well-known Powell Bunker and Cluster Bomb Launcher. There is also a variety of weapons with different animations and more unconventional characteristics, such as a chainsaw and a laser lance. The game also emphasizes the ability to create unique combos using a combination of weapons and mobility. While multiplayer has always been a big part of the Armored Core series, the main content of Armored Core 6 is a single-player campaign mode where players progress through a more traditional mission structure. There will be an online PvP mode where players can compete against each other with ACs they have built and share their AC data and emblems of their own making with other users. For those of you with deep pockets, the Bandai Namco online store also has a couple of exclusive editions of the game available for purchase. There's a collector's edition which includes the base game, a steelbook, and a figurine for $230, and a premium edition that contains a garage for the figurine to stand in for $450. Go check that out. Especially go check out the trailer of the gameplay that they released. I'll have that information in the description of this podcast. It's a wonderful trailer. Looks fantastic. Can't wait. Next up, the ROG Ally price has leaked again. A couple of weeks ago, we heard of a leak involving the ROG Ally, which would have the device priced at around $650 to $800. We got confirmation earlier this week from ASUS that the device would be launching on May 11th. Now, we're unsure if this is a paper launch or if people will be able to purchase it and get it in their hands around the state. It seems like it might be able to compete with the Valve on price, though. According to leaked data provided to The Verge by gadget leaker Roland Quant, the higher-end ROG Ally with the AMD Z1 Extreme chip, 16GB of RAM, and a 512GB SSD will reportedly cost just $699.99, that's only about $50 more than the 512GB Steam Deck. So, a little bit more information from The Verge on the price. The leaked data includes a screenshot from Best Buy provided by a user called Wicked Hums, and an earlier leak by Snoopy Tech, which leave little room for confusion. The product number for the $700 gadget identifies it as the Z1 Extreme model with 512GB of storage, and The Verge did have a list of marketing claims that they claim themselves look legit. While the price may be a placeholder, we won't know until May 11th, unfortunately. Asus also confirmed to The Verge that both the vanilla AMD Z1 and the Z1 Extreme models will go on sale. If the Z1 Extreme starts at $700, the price for the vanilla AMD Z1 model is yet to be revealed. But knowing that the Steam Deck starts at $400 with 64 gigabytes of eMMC, we kind of wonder if it's going to be around that price point. Maybe $450? Who knows? The ROG Ally is 11.02 inches wide, 4.37 inches tall, 0.83 inches deep, and weighs 608 grams, about 1.34 pounds, according to the leaked data. 
The feature list boasts an IPS screen protected by Gorilla Glass DXC, and the M2 2230 SSD can be upgraded with a single screw. Amazing. The Ally will charge from 0 to 50% in just 30 minutes using the bundled 65-watt USB-C power brick. Oh boy, that is looking very compelling. In comparison, the Steam Deck is slow to charge, but Valve has said that it is intentional to preserve the longevity of the battery. Of course, there are still questions about the price, battery, and software of the ROG Ally, but it does seem that Asus is ready to compete with Valve. Oh man. I do not know how ASUS is getting away with this. Either it's some sort of exclusivity deal with AMD, maybe Microsoft is providing a kickback for the three months of uh, Game Pass that is being included with the ROG Ally. But for whatever reason, I'm willing to bet if this is all true, gamers win. Regardless of whether ASUS is going to bleed money because of this product, if they're gonna lose hundreds of dollars for every unit sold, doesn't matter. It sounds like a fantastic system. Can't wait. If if the price is what they say they are, I might pick one up myself. I skipped the Steam Deck for the very reason that I wasn't really sold on the first generation model. Asus may be kind of coming up out of nowhere to kind of supply that second gen experience that I was kind of looking for. But we'll have to see. Especially, like I said, Armory Crate... I absolutely hate the software on the PC desktop. I refuse to load it. It is bloated, slow, and causes, for whatever reason, just a constant CPU utilization spike that just sits on my desktop. Absolutely hate it. If they can fix that, I might be on board. And last up, Bungie wins a lawsuit against a cheat maker. Video game developer Bungie has won a $12 million lawsuit against Romanian cheat seller, oh, I'm going to mess this up, Mihai Claudio Florentine, who was selling cheats for the popular game Destiny 2. Bungie filed the lawsuit in 2021, and in February 2023, the developer requested $12 million in damages against the cheat seller, as per the motion for default judgment. According to court documents, Claudio Florentine developed and sold cheat software for Destiny 2 that enabled players to cheat in various ways, such as aiming more accurately and seeing through walls. Bungie argued that the cheat software known as Veteran Cheats had caused significant harm to the game, as it undermined the experience of fair play and made it difficult for legitimate players to enjoy the game. The lawsuit alleges copyright infringement, violations of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, breach of contract, intentional interference with contractual relations, Violations of the Washington Consumer Protection Act. Bungie sought entry of default judgment on all claims and asked for a little bit over $12 million in damages, which represented the sum of about $11.6 million in statutory damages, which is about $2,000 for each of the 5,848 downloads that were apparently part of receipts that Bungie was able to acquire. This is all under the DMCA is where they got those $2,000 for each infringement on. $146,000 in actual damages for copyright infringement and over $200,000 in attorney's fees and costs. The court has entered a permanent injunction against Claudio Florentine, barring them from engaging in future or further conduct that forms the basis of Bungie's Copyright Act and DMCA claims in this action. This legal victory is significant for game developers who have long been fighting against online cheat sellers. Despite the lawsuit, 
Veteran Cheats website is still online and is selling cheats for other major titles, including Valorant, Call of Duty, GTA 5, PUBG, and many more. The cheat seller removed Destiny 2 cheats from its website following the lawsuit. In addition to the lawsuit against Claudio Florentine, Bungie has also filed several other lawsuits against other major Destiny 2 cheaters. It has been revealed that Destiny 2's anti-cheat circumvention efforts have cost Bungie a minimum of $2 million on game security staffing and software against veteran cheats and other cheating software. Well, there's not a whole lot of information in regards to this lawsuit. We hear that it's a Romanian cheat seller. I have no idea what the requirements of this Romanian cheat seller would be to actually fulfill this these damages against Bungie. I believe that the developer was using Stripe in order to accept payments from within the US. I'm assuming that the other cheat makers are probably smart enough to not have any operations available that have a US presence. I'm assuming that's why everybody else is probably going to be okay. This is probably just one cheat seller that thought that they could maybe save money or serve US customers easier by using the Stripe payment system, and that's what bit them in the butt. I'm assuming that all of the income that this cheat seller acquired using Stripe is probably going to be gone. They probably have no way of forcing Mihai Claudio Florentine into paying the rest outside of what Stripe had. That's going to do it for today's news for Thursday, April 27th. Don't forget to rate the podcast five stars and don't forget to drop a review for it. If you like content of the visual variety, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash at pixels and pints. See you tomorrow for more video game news.